0: Fire, fury, power, my name is
1: legend. Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. Guys, welcome to Fuel Your Drive. I'm your host, Josh York. Today, we have another exciting, very valuable episode. I was actually just a guest on his podcast recently, which was fantastic. Um, really like this guy a lot, and he's very handsome, just like me, so that's a, that's a good thing. Um, you know, this, Today's guest turned an investment of $200 and a lot of great advice from other great people into a $500 million company. We have a lot in common. Okay? One thing is we're both in the franchise space. One thing I was really impressed with is that he has 10 children, and I want to talk about that because uh, you know, my two kids uh, drive me crazy sometimes, so we got to talk about that. But guys please give a warm welcome to greg mozzillo greg welcome to the show
0: josh thanks for having me and excited to be with you again
1: absolutely absolutely so let's get into your story because your story is super super inspiring and you know my big thing is i just want to provide value to my listeners and i know you're going to provide a ton of it so let's start there yeah yeah yeah
0: josh i have a, a probably a story like many other entrepreneurs uh Grew up lower middle class, um, always knew that I wanted to own my own business, even as a young kid. When I was like three years old, my mom tells me I went door to door trying to sell empty seed packets for the uh, pictures of flowers. So I've always kind of been <laughs> entrepreneurial minded, but anyhow, never knew what I would do. Studied accounting in college, went to work for uh, one of the large CPA firms as an auditor, and I loved studying accounting but I hated doing it. Like they need to have a class in accounting called sit down and shut up for eight hours, right? Because it's so boring, terrible. Well, anyhow, a buddy of mine, after I graduated from college, he was working for a small distributor. He didn't like his boss. I didn't like accounting. And uh, they were, they were distributors of printing and promotional products. And, and, and and, and then, you know, when you study accounting, you, you more learn about manufacturing because you learning cost accounting. And I, I really didn't understand this whole distributor thing, but what a crazy business uh, that we go out and we sell stuff, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, even a couple cases, million dollar orders, 25 to 40% gross profit. We don't own any inventory. We don't own any employees, only equipment. Uh, it should almost be illegal, right? So I was so excited uh, when he was explaining to me what he did uh, when we were out drinking on Friday nights, looking for dates for Saturday night. It didn't take us very long to say, you know what? You know this business, you know sales. I know accounting. Let's do it. And so one year after we graduated from college, we bought a phone answering machine, started knocking on doors. That's the story.
1: Love it, love it, love it. Now, you know, let's let's talk about that knocking on doors because. Quite honestly, I'm a big believer in in just omnipresence and getting out there. And I would still, if I had to, and I was in the field today, I would knock on doors. Like, I have no problem. I have no shame. And I'm just very good at what I do. So I would do it. And I know I'd be successful at it. What are your thoughts on that? Like, people getting out there? Because, you know, in business, I always talk about, you know, you you have to own the community, especially in your market. Like, it got to be out there. Like, you know, let's touch on that a little bit.
0: Yeah. So fortunately, every business, no matter what their size, buys some printing and promotional products, right? So it's not like there's some businesses you could go to and and they wouldn't be a prospective customer. That helps, right? And uh, they buy a lot of it and they run out of it and they have to order more, so that helps. But so back in the day, field calling, door to door, just walking in and, 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 and making a game out of it, because if you didn't, you'd lose your mind with all the rejection. Was a great yeah. way to go. Uh, today, COVID has really killed that. You got, you might not have a receptionist sitting up front anymore. You might still have a lot of the buyers working from home, and the, you know, uh, there's, you know, I'm in Florida, so we're wide open for business. But I know there's some states that are like, I think if you walk into their business and walk into their business without a mask, you know, they might, I don't know, they might try to arrest you. So unfortunately, I think for a period of time field calling out in the field is dead Um, and we've got to get back to the to the telephone and dialing for dollars Uh, but you know something you can you can dial a whole lot more phones than you can walk door to door and go see people so i think the lack of intimacy or the lack of face to face that happens on a phone can be made for uh, in spades with the numbers
1: Mm -hmm. got it got it so Let's talk, let's talk, you, you touched on something that, you know, I touch on a lot, rejection, right? I, I believe, you know, you you need to love it, right? You need to love being rejected. Like, I love when people tell me no. Like, I never take no for an answer, ever. So, never. you know, I'm sure, I, I, yeah, of course, but I'm sure you have experienced so much rejection over the years. From your perspective, how How, did, how, how do you tell someone who, you know, cause my biggest thing is I hate when someone says, well, I tried it twice. It didn't oh. work. Like, Uh, that makes me
0: absolutely crazy. Makes me me nuts. I can't stand that. It it makes me nuts. Uh, You know, so so sometimes I'll say to people when they don't seem to get it, like, how many people did you date before you got married? How many people did you ask out before you got a date? Like, I think some people, including me from time to time, Josh, can mix up business rejection with personal rejection. Sometimes that no can hearken me back to, days when i was in high school and i called up that pretty girl and and she said no and 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 and, but it's not a personal no it's not a business no a business no when we're trying to sell somebody something just means they've got money in their pocket and our job is to get it out right they've got money in their pocket Mm -hmm. our job is to get it out and i'm going to either get it now or i'm going to get it later because no is not the answer
1: Well said, my friend. Well said. So, so we, we live in a world today um, that's driven by social media, right? And I would love to get your perspective on this because so many people spend so much time on social media, scrolling through social media, looking at what everybody else is doing. You know, 99% of that stuff is fake anyway. And if you're actually working and building a business, you shouldn't even have time to be doing any of that because you're actually busy. But you know, what what is your perspective? Because obviously when you started your business, things were very different and obviously you've had to evolve and you have you you know obviously had tremendous success. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you've been very good with evolving. But but what are your thoughts on that on all that?
0: Well, first of all, let's recognize all times not created equal. And in my business, yeah. I'm in the business to business business. So I'm not in the consumer business where yeah, I guess you could call people any time, day or night. I'm in the business to business business business. So I can only call people from 9 a.m. in the morning to maybe five o'clock in the afternoon. And so there's selling time where you need to be uh, dialing for dollars, calling for an appointment, having an appointment, following up on an appointment, right? Rescheduling another appointment. That's it. Um, that's what people should be doing from nine to five. Now, then there's non-selling time stuff and that's everything else. So if somebody wants to get on social media and, and they think it's going to grow their sales, Do it during non-selling time if you're in the business to business business. But in general, I would say it is just an excuse for call reluctance. It's just an, an excuse. Nobody's gonna call you up and say, wow, you had macaroni and cheese for lunch. I gotta do business with you. Wow, you and your kids just did whatever. I gotta do business with you. I think just enough of it to show people you're human. Like I think some people think sometimes I have a reputation in my own industry, right? Like that guy's crazy or, you know, whatever, you know, and I just have social media enough to let people know, no, no, I'm a good guy. I'm a family guy. I'm lovable, you know, those kinds of things, uh, so that people can know, I, I seem trustworthy, like a family guy. And I am, I, I'm not who some people think my reputation is, but you know something, if somebody's spending more than 15 minutes a day on social media, they're postponing success. They're having call reluctance. Yeah. They heard some moron tell them, you need to be on social media, blah, 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 no. You, because you're on social media, you're in a chair, you're not talking to a prospect, you're not talking to a customer, you're wasting your time, you're postponing success.
1: 100%, 100%, right? now, yeah. you know, listen, 100%, 100%. Um, now, you know, I like to compare two things here and they're different, but you have failure and you have failing. Failure is when you just hang it up. Failing is something that's gotta happen all the time because you are gonna fail all the time. You're gonna to make tons of mistakes. You're gonna think you hired the most amazing person and little do you know, in three months, they turn out to be the worst and you gotta get rid of them and it, and it hurts your business. And you know, you might have cash flow issues. You might not be able to make payroll. I can go on and on with the issues that you're gonna have in business. Yeah. What have been some of your major issues and how did you overcome?
0: Well, first of all, I've learned, Josh, and so so have you. If you're not experiencing, well, I want to get the words right. If you're not failing at something, you're not trying hard enough. Uh, You know, my wife's our our CEO, and she's really financially savvy. And she'll say, you know, if we don't have some bad debt, we're not trying hard enough, right? We're not taking enough risk. So you got to get yourself out there. You've got to fail away and flail away to find the right formula for success. And I think when you read the success stories of most people, they're full of failings and trial and error and trying again. And and of course it's not fun though when you're there. And of course there are times where you might wanna think about giving it up and calling failing failure, to use your words. I, I recently heard Elon Musk talk about how He had failed three times in trying to get his rocket into space. And then he was given a a contract, a pretty large contract by the United States government. And if he hadn't gotten that contract, he'd have gone from failing to failure because he was out of money and he didn't have enough money. But sometimes you have gotta just be willing to take it to the end, but with a positive mental attitude, because people at the other end of the phone, People at the other end of the conversation, employees, prospective customers, suppliers, and more, they can smell failing. Mm -hmm. They can smell failure. And you can't let people smell that. You got to be confident you're going to be successful, um, if that makes sense.
1: Makes it 100%. Look, I always say you got to be a good actor and you got to (laughs) be a good actress. You can never let anyone know I'm the best poker player and I've never actually played poker before. You can never let anyone know your true colors, but I'm a human, you're a human, and we both have the same feelings. We both get anxiety. If people tell you they don't, they're lying to you. They're okay? lying. That's yeah. just, that's, yeah, they're hundred percent lying to you. But, um, you know, would, would you say you could be successful in business if you don't have a strong mindset?
0: Hell no. Hell no.
1: If hell you don't hell.
0: have a strong mindset and absolute resolve, you're going to be successful no matter what. If you don't, and also if you don't have a, the positive mental attitude that creates a vibration, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. And you know, Me too. people, some people don't get it. Like, but I think to myself, wait a minute, everything in the world is vibration, right? Uh, My voice is vibrating and other people are hearing it, right? This computer in front of me, it's not really solid. It's vibrating atoms. Everything in our world is vibration. And so for us to think that our thoughts in our heads stop at our skull is as stupid as thinking a dog whistle doesn't make a sound just because we can't hear it. So people can sense our vibrations. And those vibrations bring things to us. They attract things to us. And a lot of people with their stinking thinking attract stinking results. So you've got to have a positive mental attitude to attract positive results.
1: Man, we're gonna gonna definitely clip that and we're gonna use that because that's a great, what you just said is great and it's so true. You know, the problem is people, you know, as soon as they experience pain, they just give up. And I talk about this all the time. You know, it's like, you know, if you're exercising, you know you're going to experience pain you know it you just yeah. you, you go in you know it but as soon as you get any type of pain in any other aspect of your life people just fold that's it they fold and they just give yeah. up and well yeah it's, it's i a like shame. to it's say you know i get good no i get i get these messages from time to time people literally begging for money like they you know can you send me some money i'm so poor i don't listen there is always a way there is always a way but feeling sorry for yourself is not going to get you there okay it won't so get it's you. quite simple it's yeah. not going to yeah. it's not going to get you there you know and if, and, and if you're homeless i always think about the pursuit of happiness right that was one of the greatest movies ever with will smith watch that movie that movie should inspire you you can always make it work but it's right
0: here always have to
1: be straight right always. here
0: yeah uh so yeah, you and i so, agree 100 yeah, what,
1: what were you, yeah what were you going to say before greg i cut you off i'm sorry
0: you know, you were talking about failure and you know, uh, you're a weightlifter, you exercise gym guys for Pete's sakes, right? If somebody wants to build muscle, they've got to lift that weight to failure. They've got to kind of break down the muscle to build it back up. Well, I'm a big believer in hustle builds muscle, right? Hustle builds muscle. Yep. So you got to get out there and work it just like in, in a gym, you got to work the muscle and kind of bring the muscle to failure. Uh, or, or near failure to make it grow. it's the same in business drive yourself to near failure and trying different sales techniques trying different uh, suppliers trying different whatever it takes to continue to find the ever improving formula that will ever improve your results. spot
1: on spot on so we got to talk about these 10 children I, I'm really impressed by this we, we need to talk we need, we need to talk about this so you have 10 children.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had five uh, and I went through a divorce and uh, Vera, then I met Vera um, and she had three uh, and we eventually got married and then we had two of our own. So they were quite spread out. They range in age from 40 uh, down to uh, 17. Uh, So some of them were able to help us actually babysit and nanny the others. But, you know, sometimes people say, well, I've got two children or I got four children. How do you do it with 10 children? I say to somebody, you know, so you got two children. Let me guess. They take up all your time. Right? Right. Right. That's the answer. They take up all your time. Well, I got 10 children. They take up all my time because that's all I got. Right? So you figure it out. Your children take up all your time. If you're a great parent and and, and that's all you got. So you give it your best. And uh, and, and, and it's, it's a, just a world of fun. You know, your two children are fun, our ten children are fun and uh uh, they're the biggest blessing. And it's why Josh, it's why you do what you do and it's why I do what I do.
1: uh, Um hundred percent look the reason hundred percent look the reason I bring it up is because it doesn't matter how many it doesn't matter how many children you have. It relates it relates to to being successful in life because what you said is spot on. You make it work. You know people always like to say Oh, I don't have time to do this. There's enough, enough There's not enough hours in the day. I can't listen. I've actually never even turned on Netflix. I don't even know how to use it. I've never turned it on. I don't watch any TV. I'm not saying it's wrong if you watch TV, but for me, it just doesn't work. I don't have the time. You know, my time is spent. You know, when I do come home, I give my children a bath almost every night. Yeah. I put them in the bed, yep. yeah, you know, yes, I have to travel. Yes, there's sacrifice sometimes, but thank God for FaceTime. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you're able to work really hard and continue planting those seeds every single day, how long you been in business now, Greg? Yeah, since
0: 1978. So 40 some years, 43 years, 44 years. Been a, right?
1: you, you, you've been in business almost four, 44 yeah. years. Think about that, 44 years. But you're an overnight success, right? Everything (laughs) takes time. Everything takes takes time. And, and, you know, for those of you who are listening, who might be having challenges, I've had tons of them. I still have challenges today. Greg has challenges. I'm sure he still has challenges today. It doesn't matter how you start. It doesn't matter where you are at the middle level. What matters is how you finish. Just keep at it and just keep focusing on growing yep. and getting better. And Absolutely. with the amount of, you know, it, look, with the amount of information out there today, like you have your Million Dollar Monday podcast, which is fantastic, right?
0: Thank you for being so much
1: info- yeah. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. Look, there, there's yeah. so much information that's out there that's available and people talk about mentors and there's mm-hmm. so much, there's so, you could, be, you could be listening to us right now, we're mentoring you just by listening. There's, yeah. there's so much out there, but I think the problem is people get so distracted because they like to listen to 15 different people. And, you know, obviously everyone's going to have a different way and different roadmap to success, but you got to stay focused, just like you got to stay focused on growing your business. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And back to children, you know, I, am a, I'm a fan of Simon Sinek and start with why I'm sure you are too. And for those people who need a little extra motivation, I would encourage him to get a picture of your children right on your desk in front of you. And when you think you don't have what it takes to pick up the phone one more time, to reach out one more time, to give it one more try, just take a look at those pictures of those kids and, and, and your family. And maybe picking up the phone one more time is going to be the difference between your kid, your child, or your grandchild going to just an okay school. Are going to the best school they can get into and so if you want to provide the best for your children that's in your family that's your why and when you know your why you can c- crawl through poop like the guy in the uh uh shawshank redemption right he crawled through poop because he knew his why he wanted his freedom yep. when you know your why and you have your family and your pictures up there You'll get focused because you don't want to postpone success or postpone a great life for them.
1: That listen, it's so funny you say that. So something that I do, I'm very big into the mind and I play a lot of games in my head all the time. Like I actually literally usually I do this a lot with my workouts because some of them are so intense that literally I hate I hate them. I don't want to do it and I feel like I'm gonna I'm going to die. But I literally tell myself that my family is going to die if I don't complete this. If I don't close this uh-huh. deal, I live, this, this is literally what I say. And I actually truly believe that in my mind. And, um, that's got me in the Costco, you know, that's got me on the Gary Vee show. You know, Gary and I are friends now, which is great. You know, I can go on with all the accomplishments that I've achieved, but I also do believe part of that is you have to push yourself there. You have to visualize it. Like, you know, we're in the process of buying a building right now, which is super exciting and that's been yeah. a goal of mine for, for a long time and I literally have put myself walking through it. Like I see myself yeah. opening the doors. I see myself sitting in my office. I see the color of the yeah. walls. Like I've yeah. actually went in there before this was even happening and just yeah. walked it. But but don't you believe that? Like you need that vivid vision. You need to see it. Like if you don't think it's possible, yeah. you're never going to achieve it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I surely believe in envisioning um, and, and the law of attraction and all of the power. In fact, Einstein said, The mind cannot tell the difference between something it's actually experienced or vividly perceived. And so think about how people would behave if they were already a millionaire, if they were already a multimillionaire. What swagger, what confidence, how differently would you behave? And so when you picture it, your mind can't tell that that's not real yet. But you talk about pushing yourself. And here's what I have found. If people want to build wealth, most people would say, yeah, I want to get wealthy, but they're lying. You know why? Because there's three steps to getting wealthy. The first is fear. Come on. We all started our own business and we were afraid. We were afraid we wouldn't make it. We hustled hard, but then we got to the step two, which was comfortable. Like, Hey, I'm okay. I'm making enough money. I I'm not going to lose the house. I'm in the cars aren't going to get towed out of the driveway. I'm okay. I'm comfortable. And comfortable is what keeps most people from pushing, you said that word, pushing, to get to the next level, which is wealthy. And people have to break through being comfortable because you can stay there. But when you push through comfort, comfortable, and you get to the edge of your comfort zone, right? And that is where you really create wealth.
1: Listen, I literally just posted something this morning in my ice bath. I get so many views on these ice bath posts. People love it. But I literally said, seek discomfort because comfort is a dream killer. That's literally what dream I said. Dream killer. It's a dream killer. Yeah. If you want to accomplish and you want to get to the next level, you need to seek discomfort. Because I look at, you know, I use fitness as my anchor because, you know, when something bad happens, like, look, if you made it through the pandemic yeah. and, and you're running a business, trust me when someone walks in Monday morning and quits on you and doesn't give two week notice, it's really not going to matter because you've been through some other severe pain. So you have to build up that resilient mindset and it all starts with pain and and discomfort. And it starts with obviously doing things that you might might not want to do, but find that why, right? It's very important to find that why, what is, what is is driving you? And I know a lot of people, some look, some people say, Oh, you shouldn't be focused on if you want a Ferrari or a Lamborghini And, and, look different strokes are different folks, but, i think look if that's something that's going to motivate you then use that as your motivation like why not you know but everyone's going to have a different tool or driver to help them get there you know so it's just
0: it's just a game just a game right go ahead
1: it is a game It, it, it is a game success leaves clues last question if you were conducting this interview greg what would
0: you ask yourself you know, for my, for people listening, we've already talked about how I got and how you got to where you are, and it's really important because success does leave clues, and I hope that some of what I've had said leaves clues for others. Uh, that because. You know, look at me. I, I'm i not necessarily a very good-looking guy. Uh, I, I, I struggled in school in ah, high school.
1: Ah, right? Hold on, hold on. You're a very good-looking guy, okay? I okay, thank you, right you, thank,
0: you, thank you, thank you. The point is, if I could do it, you could do it, number one. But what do I ask myself is what's next? Where are we going, Greg, and how are we going to go from a half a billion to several billion dollars? And I, I wouldn't say I drive myself crazy because I have fun thinking it through and planning it through and seeing it through. And it's exciting and invigorating to me to just wake up every day, say, what's next and how we get into a couple billion dollars.
1: Love it. I love it. And I, and I, and I truly believe in my heart that you're going to get there. I know you're going to get there because you're my kind of guy. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Where can people find more about you and more about your podcast and more about your company?
0: so uh on uh proforma is uh proforma.com uh the podcast is million dollar monday and uh i think on youtube it's called proforma million dollar monday but if you go to youtube and look up million dollar monday uh and proforma you'll find it and once again josh congratulations to you on all your great success and thanks for including me in your podcast
1: uh listen it's a pleasure having you and and everyone who's listening Please do me a favor. If, the, you, if you got value out of this episode, which I know you have, please share it. Tell a friend. Leave a review. I want to continue to have this show grow. Continue to help people because one thing I've always said was during all these challenging times, and I would talk to that person upstairs. I used to always say, I, and I would promise that I will give back and help others because I wasn't fortunate enough to have that help and, you know, in the early days. So please share it guys until next time remember to fuel your drive legend do you know my name my name is legend